Okay, guys, so let's start this podcast with something very strange that happened to us just before we hit the record button. So, Ben, what happened to you when you went to go get your computer so that we could start no, recording okay, this? we got we to rewind. So, I'm taking a shower earlier today, and I'm getting it. I, I woke up late. I had to have lunch with my family. Then I go back upstairs, and then I had the shower. So I go up to the shower, and I come out of the shower, and, you know, there is one of my friends, and he's sitting there, and, you know, he's uh, he's on my computer, he's watching YouTube, and he's watching clips from The Office, right? Irish cricket. <laughs> Irish crickets. <laughs> oh, good one, Al. Um, but basically, I, I basically, I basically, I'm fine with it. Okay, he's watching stuff on my computer. Watching The Office. The Office. I wasn't sure if I left my computer closed or not, so it might be a little weird how he got Um, in. If it was closed, it's weird that he knew how to get in. Yeah, it's weird that he knew my password or he got in somehow. Um, but basically, I'm just chilling there, and... Later today, when we were booting up the podcast, you know, I got the computer. I open it up, and I see the Office clips. And Elliot's, like, telling me, he's like, oh, what, you watching Office? And I'm like, no. I'm just saying, you might have been a secret Office fan. I mean, I am. I watched the Office. I love the show. It was just that, like, I'm not like a, I'm not like a super fan, you know? I got a little bored with it, but okay, whatever. Yeah, I, I digress. No, 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 no. <laughs> but the first couple of seasons of that show are very funny. I'll tell you that. Yeah, sure. Like, there's a reason that, that people are, like, obsessed with it. Um, but anyway, there's another tab opened, and this is where things get a little fishy. A little weird. A little, a little fishy. weird. And the tab is, like, it's like a Wikipedia about, like, urine colors and about like what they mean and like what they do and like really weird freaking shit you know like it's not like colors so, like, like it's, it's not like colors like like like, like 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 you know red maybe like for blood or something like that but it's, but it's like it's, it's like green and blue and like purple but the combo to me is the funniest thing he's sitting there watching the office but also looking up urine colors uh, I don't know. The, the whole thing is strange to me. Do we yeah. do we ask this friend of ours? I'm well, gonna, I think there's a lot of things. Uh, I'm, you can I'm say. fucking asking him. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of things. Uh, uh, How did you get into his computer? Why were you watching The Office? Okay, and and oh what, yeah, what is wrong looking? with your bladder? What's wrong with your bladder? You pissed the whole thing. Why am I computer? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like... Oh, shoot. We're going to have to stop moving because you got the... The thing is probably right next to your seat. So you got to be careful with the thing. You might... Maybe push it in. No, I'm just going to stay still. Yeah? All right. <laughs> He's sitting on a on a, if, if on a guys, recliner. If, if, if you guys hear a... Then you know that I fucked up, Okay. <laughs> oh man, he's gonna keep moving. It's gonna bother if you. If you guys hear a psh and a fuck, where my three, my hundred dollar mic? Then you know I broke. The, oh uh, shoot! Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. By the way, but see, even that you're moving, and they're probably all hearing that. One minute. 
Here, we're gonna look. Let's look at the thing. We'll look at the thing. Let's test it out. What? Okay, I'm sorry. I stopped. Just stopped the podcast. Uh, I just stopped the podcast. Very unprofessional. Right, now we're gonna test out if you guys can hear it. So move. Yeah, you can hear all that. Okay, yeah, I'll stop it again. Hey, so we're back and we tested it. We're good. Yeah, I mean, it was. It's a little annoying to be honest, but uh. We're, we're, we're good. We'll survive. Elliot needs a studio, okay? He just he Honestly, needs, dude, I really need, want us to be in a he, studio. He, need, he needs a studio. He needs his... Um, his we booth. need the listeners to get going because, he needs his guys... Booth. He needs his posters that he could stare at outside. I want po- dude, I want, I want us to have a little bit of a studio. That way we could start getting more legit. We bring the fans with us. We do some meetups. Dude, actually, if I could do some meetups with people who are just like us, I would love it. Okay. I would love that. Okay. Now, question. Did you hang the Queens Boulevard poster? Not yet, but there's no room. There's no room in my in my, in my room for it. I don't know if I want to hang that in my living room, you know? Did your dad like Entourage? My dad likes it. He liked the poster. And they were like, wow, they shouted you out. That's insane. Wow. Yeah. Hashtag victory the podcast. Yeah, Doug Allen. You're really doing some good stuff out there, okay. honestly. You know what? Oh my God. Now I'm going to get a little talk to. What? What I'm going to get a talk to. <laughs> I'm not bullying uh, you. I'm going to get a talk to. Yo, our viewer said that. And oh listen, God. me and El- Elliot's not bullying me. This is just our relationship. No, I'm bullying you. I constantly mm-hmm. bully you. Okay. Today, today you invited somebody to watch this movie. Oh with my us. God! Here we go. Okay, you, you, you I invited. Them. I invited the person that was outside while while I was taking a shower. While I didn't know, looking up urine fucking colors on my fucking. So this is the person you invited. Not only did he invite his friend to watch the podcast with us. His brother, he invites to watch the, the movie, not to watch the podcast, to watch the movie. And and his brother's sitting there and they're talking to each other in the middle of the movie. Like, I'm not sitting here trying to watch The Dark Knight. Oh Night. my God. Oh my God. We didn't, we didn't even talk about the movie yet. Today we watched... Okay, we're going to get into it, guys. Today we watched The Dark Knight. Yes. Great movie. I'll even go as far... Well, first thoughts. I think this movie... Is one of, if not the best, superhero comic book adaptation, whatever you want to say, from comic to screen movie. I think this is the best. It's the most well written, and it's the most concise. And it's just overall, it's just a great movie. What are your first thoughts? My first thoughts on the Dark Knight. A lot to say about this movie. Wow, there's, there's, there's a lot going but on. But what, what? What's your first thoughts? What about it? It's the first. My first thoughts are that are that I'm not gonna lie, and very very controversial opinion, right? Yes. Very controversial. There were some scenes for me this time that just didn't, and and it wasn't it wasn't um. I still love first thoughts. What did you? Oh yeah, did first you thought, like the first, movie? First, did you hate the movie? No, I love the movie. I love the. Movie. I think it's the best superhero movie out there. Okay. Um, I, I, I think that I think what it does is you know it, it really expands the genre into what it could be. You know what I'm saying with Christopher Nolan sort of directing style. Like if you notice every scene 
every scene, I mean, like, every scene, are scene, there's, like, three things going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you open up the Joker thing, right? Mm-hmm. With the Joker scene. Cause, and I'm just going to describe it with this opening scene, because we're just talking about By like, the way, best Yeah, best intro, opening scene. Best intro to a villain. Maybe top five, top three. And also a great opening scene to a film. Like, it's a great hook. It's like... Yeah. Well, it's a mini it's a mini heist right in the beginning of the movie. It's I mean, short but it's sweet. A, but that's what you're supposed to do in the beginning of the movie. You're supposed to you're supposed to have like a hook. Like it's like it's almost well, it's like a good heist. If you were to just cut that there before he takes off the the mask and says uh, "stranger" or whatever, right? That's a great heist short. Yeah, the, the, it's almost a short film in its in yeah. of itself. Yeah, I agree. Um, what were you saying every few scenes? So, 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 so if you think about that scene, right? You got three, like you got three things going, on, three crazy things going on. You got the people with the guns on the top, like going into the scene, right? Yeah. You got the one guy who's going, like I think there's one guy going into the safe, sort of. No, okay. So you got no. So the scene breaks up. You know, you originally there's it's broken up. I think the groups into two. You got two people on the roof, and you got three people. What's it called? In the car. In, in the car that are going, you know, who are... Yeah, the guys on the guys in the roof, they're supposed to cut the power. They're, they're supposed to cut the power. They're supposed to cut the power and shit. They basically, you know, and then it splits up sort of into three because then the other guy goes into the vault. Yes. Right? And, yes. and, and you have his shit doing it in the vault, getting the money out. And, you know, like, there are three crazy things happening. You know what I'm saying? And it intercuts between those three things, right? Consistently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the movie does that throughout, like, and it, it cutting, like, you know, like, let's say there's a scene where Joker's, like, you know, going going off at the party. You'll see, like, you'll see, like, what's going on on the streets or I see that, like that. I see that in the last scene. It has a bunch of storylines. The last, the last kind of last 30 minutes, you're dealing with... The two boats. So that's two that's two back and forths, right? You're dealing with Joker beating up the well the cops or the, the SWAT team or whatever. And then you have um Dent with um with what's his name's family, with Gordon's family. That's a bunch of stuff all happening at the same time. Not to mention you're throwing Morgan Friedman Morgan Freeman into it, who uh who, who's also doing uh, also doing his stuff with Batman. So it's very interesting how you said that because it does intertwine. A lot of the time it intertwines... It, it very much it me- very much flows like a comic book a little bit. You know what I'm saying? When you think about it, like panel, like panel, like it keeps jumping between panels. Comic or manga? Pa- comic. Okay, because I thought that co- manga and comic were one of the same. Manga? No. A manga is a Japanese comic. Ah. A comic is a regular comic. So let's say somebody makes a comic book in Japan about yeah. about Marvel or something, right? The, if it it depends because it's like if it's in the Jap usually you would so usually a manga traditionally goes from right to left, right? Well, a comic book goes from left to right. Okay. Um, and it depends, like, if it's in the... What's, what's the difference between, like, how do I get my comic book to be a manga? If you, well, usually manga's in black and white, so it'd probably be in black and white. Um, and, like, I guess if you'd probably, like, if it had the art style of it, and, like, it was, like, like, you know, they have very different writing styles a little bit. Well, like, 
Not really, but like it's it's it, it depends in who you ask. Really, that's like the answer to that question. Because like people, so define, it, so like, it could be a manga for 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 all intents and purposes. It is a manga. Oh my. Okay, it is a manga. Thank you. That's it. You guys heard it here. He said it. All right. So all you fans of mangas, I want you to DM Ben that he's an idiot because you're probably going to. Um. Anyways, uh, different thoughts and ideas. Uh, I, I, had, a good, I, I had a good thought. I don't want to get my ideas now. Now, now you made me feel insecure. <laughs> uh, I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> I'm insecure now. Now you're insecure. Now you are. And by the way, I do bully Ben. I'm bullying him right now. You're not bullying me. I don't want to let you bully me. No. I'm kidding. But What's let's... it called? Wait. Different thoughts and ideas. I had, a, I had a thought that this movie really tries to show this... Um, oh, what's the word? It's called unitalitarianism. Something like that. I'm, I'm screwing up the, the word, but whatever. This thing says that if you could save three people... It's the whole train scenario, right? And they go into this within the within the film. It's if if you see a train coming to hit three people and you're in front and you have to you, you don't have to pull a lever, but there's a lever in front of you and you can either let the train hit three people or you can change it so that it hits one. So this this thing called unitalitarianism or I'm screwing up the word but this term um, asks the question or it brings up the, the idea that you're supposed to hit the one, the lever, and let it hit the one person because you'd be saving two people. Technically, you'd be saving two, whole, two people. Um, now, I think that it goes into this because um, during a lot of the scenes, during a lot of Batman trying to save these people... It's one or the other, or on the boat, they can either, one, kill a group of convicts, or two, they both die. So in that world, you'd have to do something because you'd be saving a different group. You get it? I think, I think you make a really, like, this is a really interesting point you make, like, that I didn't, like, you know, I didn't really put together, because, like, I was about to ask you, um... Like, what do you think this movie is about? Like, what do you think the theme of the movie is? You know what I'm saying? Or, like, the message of the movie? Or, like, what do you... Or, like, what it is to be... And I think I think you're really getting on the nose there. Yeah. Because it's, like, a lot of it is... is, is choices. A, is a, it's about choices, yeah. It's That's about, the theme, is what are people's it, it, choices not, in life? Not only choices, but also this, this idea of that, like, you can't really save everyone. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. You can't really... Or, like... Maybe that's only applicable to the Harvey and Rachel scenario. I, I think the boat scene, the boat thing is so effective. It's a really like, good... It's a really it's a, good... Because I remember when I was a little kid, and I'm going back to, like, the original, like, like you know... When you saw for the first time? Yeah, when I saw it for the first time. I don't think I've ever seen it fully. I, I saw it fully the first time, and then I think this was the second time I've ever watched it fully. But what were you saying when you were a kid? So, so when I was a kid, I remember seeing it. I remember when the prison, where the prisoner threw the, where the prison guy threw the, um, throws the remote in the, in the ocean, throws it out the window. And I remember like being like, so like moved yeah, by that. Yeah, I was, I, I, by the way, I remember exactly that, yeah. that exact feeling. 
that the biggest guy in the prison comes over and even he's saying something you should have done 10 minutes ago, you should have tossed this out. And it really does show the good in in all people because even the people in the other boat are like, oh my God, they're convicts. The Who convicts were better, were better than the people on the boat because yeah. let me tell you something about the people on the, the regular people the regular people they were people. prepared to toss it yeah, if yeah, they yeah. had they had the votes no no the regular people wanted to were, yeah, were, they, were, had they, the they votes. all thought in their mind in their mind in most of their minds they all thought that the convicts deserved to be blown up but they, they didn't all voted do it. for it they didn't do it because nobody nobody on that boat had the was willing to do to 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 take that burden. You well, know, exactly the yeah. point. Take the la- the lever and, and actually and, change and do, it. But 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 they were willing. But the thing is with them is that they were willing to like like if that guy let's say that guy did it. They, they were all they, willing. They, yes. Yeah, they were all willing to. They, That's they, a great point. Yeah, they were all willing. Because you might think you might watch it and think to yourself, um, you might look at it and want and think they oh they both did something great, but in reality, they had the votes. Which means majority, way more than majority, wanted to kill the convicts. Yeah. And, um... You know what this movie kind of reminds me of? I, I know I'm going off a little bit, but I think it kind of reminds me of Seven. And a lot of Seven has to do with people's choices. Especially at the end of the movie. Now, I don't want to ruin it if anyone's never seen Seven... But there's something. If you tell me what's in that box, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm referring to. But um, the whole the whole thing about choices it's it's a very effective theme and a very because everyone has choices. Everyone has daily choices that they make, or you you know you make fifty about fifty changes or whatever. <laughs> that's an inside joke between me and Ben, but uh. Everyone has choices in life that they have to make, and sometimes the choices that you pick aren't the ones that help more people out, but they're the necessary ones. It's an interesting idea, and I think that this film looks at it from a super, um, a super extreme way, where where it's deaths of people on the line, and I think that it's great because in the end of the day, our everyday choices really aren't as big. And and I really do think that that could be maybe one of the themes of this movie. It's very interesting. And it's a really good superhero movie as well. Um all right, whatever. Um okay, I want to ask Ben, I'm going to let Ben start with this. Who was your favorite uh actor? Heath. Heath Ledger? 100%. Yeah, on it he's you know I think what? he's mine too. But why? Here's the thing, here's the thing. Like Christian Bale's is pretty good Batman. Very good. Very good Batman. I think the voice could come off a little dumb sometimes, at least to me. I know that's a pretentious thing no, to say. I agree, but only because I think the world loved it so, so much. So much they made that it. They, so my god, they oh dude. I have a friend who we're seeing tonight who he after he saw the movie, he were only talking a Batman voice. Like, for like a week straight. And it was so irritating. And now whenever I watch the movie and I hear him ask, where's the trigger? It's like my friend used to do it all the time. He used to just go, where's the trigger? Where's the trigger? Ah! And he used to just yell. And I'm it was not, like so annoying. But it also sounds kind of stupid. Like, 
You know what I'm saying? Now it looks stupid because it's, it's, like, it's the, he's like he's like doing a voice like this. But when you're watching the movie, he's so badass that it's like, yeah, oh, it doesn't very, matter. He's, he's very badass. It doesn't matter that he does well, a fake I, voice. I, I, I think Heath Ledger's like acting is just on another level. Yes, and by the way, that's it. I think everyone has to agree he's the best actor of this movie. He yeah, has I mean, to be. I think he. I'm not sure if he won, but I think he got he got nominated. I'm pretty sure he won, actually. I'm not 100%. I have no clue. All I know is that he's definitely the best actor. I mean, you really see it when he's, when he's like, in that scene in the interrogation room. This is so cliche, but it really is the best piece of acting. Yeah. In, 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 that, in, in that, that interrogation in that, in room. In that interrogation room, And yeah. it might be the best scene of the whole movie. Um... Uh, I don't know. I think it it might be. I think that's my my favorite scene of the movie is that interrogation room. It really, really shows how thought out of his plan pencil, is. Not the pencil. Not the pencil. Not the pencil. I wish the pencil. Not the pencil. Elliot had some really important things to talk about. Elliot. Oh, with the pencil. Elliot's a pencil connoisseur. Well, I I was saying in the middle of the movie. I don't know who made a pencils way cooler, the Joker, Heath Ledger, or. John Wick, Keanu Reeves. I have no idea. This guy, this guy in the middle of the movie shouting, Oh, the pencil! There's the pencil! It's the pencil! He's like, he's like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, come, okay, it's a pencil. Chill, chill. It's more than a pencil because a pencil symbolizes change, Ben. Okay. It symbolizes if I wrote the word change and then said, hey, I want to change that word. It's actually a it's a cinematic technique. Hey, if I want to write the word change with a pencil, but then I change my mind and I want to erase that word, I can do it. And I think the pencil really symbolizes yeah, I mean, change. You know, I'm, I'm going to tell you something that's going to, you know, I'm going to tell you something that's, that, that's going to make you die. Well, what? Are you ready to die? Yes. <laughs> Are you ready to die? You remember Frindle? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Frindle? <laughs> wow. What a book. That was Judy Bloom, no? <laughs> <laughs> Judy Bloom freckle juice, no? That was... For context, for context, for context, these are these are books that like were for like me and Elliot. We went to a very similar. We had the same sort of curriculum. We were in the same on. school, but Ben's a yeah. year younger than me. Yeah, I'm a year younger, so we had to read these books, right? And it's just it's just, it's, it's so funny because like because I don't know that I think we, I mean I mean you they're, know what? They're, they're for I think a lot of people read Judy Bloom. Yeah, Judy Bloom. No, Judy Bloom's a big. She, yeah, she's big. She has a master class on like children's writing. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's I think. Pretty, um, but 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 Frindle. I actually don't know Frindle. It was just funny that you brought up Judy Bloom. Freckle <laughs> juice. Freckle, freckle juice. Ju- oh my, okay, 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 guys, you gotta listen to to. to Oh my God, Ringer! Do you remember Ringer? Ringer, Ringer is no one's one gonna of, know this. Okay, no okay. one's gonna know Ringer this. Ringer is one of the most fucked up children's it's books. Pretty dark, and we read it when we were in fourth. So place. fucked up. I actually love it. Like, like I read like, it in fifth, I think. And actually. Fo- and th- I don't know what grade I read it in, but this it, book, but, dude, they used to keep their nails long just to cut the heads off of pigeons. Oh my fucking! It was like this. 
different dude, city dude, where dude, there dude, was a festival. Dude, 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 I was like tearing reading this book. I was like, yeah, because oh. because there's this kid. Oh I, wait, we gotta I, talk yeah, about yeah, why. We, okay, I, let me describe the plot. Let me describe. You it. wanted to? Okay, I want right to describe ahead. Ringer. So Ringer is this book about this about this at this town, and they have this very weird tradition where, like, you know, the guys. They shoot pigs. They have the annual pigeon shooting. Oh, it was contest. shooting. It was shooting, and oh. basically, what happened was was that the boys would would well would the shot pigeons because they're injured would put them out of their misery by snapping their necks and ringing them. Yes. So I that's where that the ringer. That. That's where ringer got. They would be called ringers. Oh. Okay. That's where they. That's where the name came from. Um. And in this book, it's about this kid. Who's very socially awkward and, you know, he's very... Awkward or awkward? O- awkward. Awkward. Okay? Awkward or awkward? I don't know. I have an accent. Okay? Stop <laughs> stop making fun of my culture. Um, but, uh, but basically, this kid has, like, finds a pigeon in the street and, like, he takes it in as a pet and, like, but he's, like, you know... Like, his parents are really excited for him to be a ringer next year. And, like, he's really upset with the idea. It had to do with the town culture, right? Yeah, it had to do with the town culture. And him, like, you know, he, like, sort of fell in love with these birds. And, like, he didn't want to hurt them. Yeah, it was kind of... That, that, that it's funny because that, I think, was one of the darker things that happened. It was really dark because, like, there's, like, a scene where, like... Where, like, because, like, he, like yeah. he finds this pigeon, I think... And I think he ends up having to snap its neck at the end of the book. At the end of the book, I'm not sure. I think it might I end up happy, but like I this, rem- all I know is this town needs Batman. This, they need Batman needs to come in, kill a couple. Of okay, guys. we could do a whole other like. Let's get back on topic, but like, great idea. We should do a whole other topic. Just podcast, just talking about all the children books from the past. Oh my god, that that, so that, that, that would be great because I have a lot of children books I could talk about. <laughs> But back to the film. Um, best so, scene. Best actor, best scene. So we got Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. The best scene. I think we could both. I think we both have the same best scene. The interrogation. We, yeah, and the interrogation is definitely the best scene. It's a really good scene. It's a really good fucking scene. That, and I got to say, dude, the, the, the guy's acting, the inmates, when he takes it and he throws it, it's a very powerful scene. I like that scene a lot. Yeah, and I loved it when and for for that guy scene, and then the guy who says we have the votes, it says we 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 blow him up, right? And then the guy goes, "Yeah, but we're still around," which means they haven't done it yet. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh my god, that's genius!" Like that, obviously. But it's uh it's it's a, such a good, powerful scene that 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 whole storyline or that subplot with it within it because they didn't need to do it. They didn't need to have that in. All they needed to say was that these fairies and then it, we're either going to do it. But he puts it in for a reason and he wants to show you the dynamic between both of them. Just because they're prison inmates doesn't mean they're less than you are. And it's a very interesting way to look at it because you might think you might have thought that people who have did something and they bring it up deserve less but in reality we're all just the same people we're going, all human we're all going through the same shit in our lives too yeah and i found that very i found that very powerful and very interesting and people change people change you know yeah um but the interrogation room was the biggest best scene best scene 
now I wanted to. There's a lot of trivia about this movie. Um, if it's not too early, it's too early for trivia. No, I mean we could go through. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so, 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 so it's a lot of tr- lot of interesting things about this film because you know it's a Christopher Nolan film. Christopher Nolan films are generally big, but I wanted to focus on um, specifically Heath Ledger's actually um, performance because there's a lot of fun facts about them. One one being about the um, Joker Journal, which is like this journal he made. He stayed in like a really old rusty room for like six weeks practicing his laugh to like prepare for the role like in isolation and he made this journal you know of like inspired the number one inspirational character he took happens to be alex from a clockwork arm i read about that and that very inspired by that performance and i i I actually think i actually could see it a little in, in in the film well, I think they say that it wasn't just a laugh; it was the voice. It, it was the no, but it was also just the way he acted. You know what I'm saying? Like where, like where he was like, you know, where he's like, he's just like this person who wants destruction and chaos and like for the sake of it and like you get it. You kind of get it. You know, like even from his mannerisms, you could see that he like gets off to like. Well, I think it makes perfect sense because Alex from A Clockwork Orange is a psychopath. Yeah. Or a socio, whatever. He's both, you know. But it's like, I think that in the end of the day, this is why the Joker, the film, was was so good. Because I think in the end of the day, it's somebody who's dealing with these issues. It's not somebody who's sane. And on top of that, I don't think Bruce Wayne is sane either. And I don't think anyone would agree he is. And I think he brings it up I mean, in the he movie too. he up as a bat and... Punches people. He brings it up. He goes, I'm a freak. You're a freak too. This is why the interrogations room is a very good scene because it has that, a lot of that back and forth that, you know, they're not so different in the words of Austin Powers or uh, no, in the words of Dr. Evil. We're not so different. We're not so different, you and I, or something. You know, you know what scene I remember from that movie is when they're on the ladder in Goldmember and like Dr. Evil's pants falls down. And, like, he's wearing, like, a, a fucking, um, what's it called? Like, a, not a Speedo. What's it, what, what's that kind of underwear called that girls could wear? Um, a thong? Yeah, a thong. Oh. And, like, Austin Powers, like, looks at the camera and he goes, First, I thought you were crazy, but now I can see you're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I do remember that. It's I have very, a friend who's obsessed with that movie. It's, it's a, it's a, they're very funny movies, I'm not going to lie. Was, that was actually a fun fact. Austin Powers was my first PG-13 movie. Wow, wow, that's a good trivia. That's a good yeah, trivia. That, is a good that has nothing to do with the talk about it. <laughs> I, it's a good Ben lore. It's some good Ben lore. It's some good Ben trivia. Yeah, some good Ben trivia. <laughs> so what do we have? We have uh, his first PG-13 movie and his first kid's book. My, oh my God, caps for sale. Caps, caps for sale. <laughs> I loved that book when I was a kid. Dude, Where the wild things are. I got a live action. I got a movie. <laughs> I got a fucking movie. Dude, Cladded with a Chance and Meatballs. Did you ever read that book? I wasn't a fan. You weren't a fan of the book? Because, t- no. Did you read the book? Book and movie are very different. I read the book a little bit. Okay, okay. No, no, no. I don't know if I religiously okay, read okay. it. The book and movie... kind of wish okay, that I was the book and movie are, are basically have the same like plot line, but like... 
they have a very different art style. I'm I'm more a fan of the book's art style. Wow, G- great. Wow. So it brings so much to this Dark Knight commentary. It's amazing. Okay, but back on the movie. A big topic I actually wanted to bring up when I found out we were going to be watching Dark Knight was, um, I mean, first we got to talk about Joker, but like, you know, more recent Joker and, you know, he... Oh, so we're going back on ideas. Okay. But um, I wanted to talk about a little bit about Heath Ledger versus, you know... Uh, okay, what... what? I, I think it's an interesting sort of... Uh, um, topic to talk about. Okay, I mean, I liked Heath Ledger's, but we saw more of Arthur Flex or Joaquin Phoenix. I actually forgot his last name. That we got his full name is Arthur Flex. I wonder where that came. Arthur from. Fleck. I thought was it Fleck or Flex? Pretty sure it was Arthur Fleck. Arthur Fleck. I'll look it up now. Yeah, but we didn't get to see um. Uh, Heath Ledger dancing on the stairs. We got to see him sliding down a bunch, a pile of money that he fucking burned. Which is fucking crazy. <laughs> That's a crazy scene where he burns that money. Yeah. He plays Arthur Fleck. So I was right about that. Um, but when it comes to both of them, I, I liked... Heath Ledger's, but we see a lot of. If you ask me, I don't think it's fair to compare the two. And I remember saying this the night after I watched it. I don't like comparing the two because one's a movie fully about the Joker and his origin, and the other is just Batman in maybe, you know, in a couple of scenarios, but it's not fully Batman. And to judge it is not fair because we get to see the depth of Joaquin Phoenix in that role. And we don't get to see the depth as much with Heath Ledger. And it's not fair to compare the two. Where it's easy to compare is when you watch movies like Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, uh, Alex Garfield, or Tom Holland. Andrew you Rockman. get to... What? Andrew Rockman. What did I say? Arthur? You said Alex, Gar- Alex Garfield. Who cares? He was the worst one. Yeah, he was, he was the worst one. You'll earn respect out of me if you're a good one. <laughs> he was the worst one. So we got Tom Holland, my bad, Tom Holland and just Toby McGuire. And you get to see it when you watch when you watch them together because they have depth. They are you know both characters. You know Tom Holland's playing? What he's playing or who he's going to play? Yeah, he's going to play Nathan Drake. You know who that is? I know who Nathan Drake is, yeah. Yeah, he's playing Nathan Drake. So he's working in a DC movie? No, Nathan Drake is not a DC character. Oh, wait. I'm thinking of... Uh, the. I know Nathan Drake is a character in... Uh, Uncharted. Uncharted, okay. Yeah. He's going to play the main character? Yeah. Isn't he a bit young? Yeah. Is it an origin story? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Is no. it him in, in high school? No, my... Because he's playing <laughs> Peter Parker, who's in high school now. Dude, I heard I heard Tom Holland's playing Dora the Explorer. I will say this. I'll say it's hard for actors to go from high school characters to older to older. He characters. might he might be he might be older in Spider Man because because here's here's a um he's in high school. If you let me explain to everybody a something about about working with kids, especially in film, which is a, sort of an interesting thing. It is a bitch to work with somebody who's under. 17 or 18 depending on that the state hours right because yeah the hours there is a certain amount because working on a film set 
even though acting might not, even though it is a hard job and it might not entail of as intense work as other jobs, still considered by like, you know, mo- by all states is like labor. So like, you know, it's child They're labor. You're only allowed to work like eight hours, no? It, depend- it depends on the age and it depends on the state. Every state has different laws about this. So like, you know, depending on like, let's say they need to film in New York, right? If they're going to like, if they're going to like Tennessee or some shit, right? They gotta they they gotta make sure that they're abiding by um by I actually think by both New York's hours and Tennessee's hours, depending on if the film set is a New York film set. You know what I'm That's saying? That's so interesting. Man. Yeah, it's a lot of it's 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 very difficult. So usually movies. That's why they always like they always cast older characters. Like if you um like if you look at Greece, right? You ever watch Grease? The movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not like in recent Look, times. Do you see yeah. how old everybody fucking is? I heard that? about that. I heard that all the, all the characters, some of them are supposed to be high schoolers, but they're like 35. Yeah, yeah, they're like 35 years old. Yeah. I watched like, I watched like a Watch Mojo or, or What Culture about different actors playing younger, younger people a couple of days ago, and it was very funny how a lot of them were like older. Like the guy from Hannah Montana. What was his name? Jason. Or Jackson? Jackson. That was his name, right? Oh, the guy with the Texan accent? No, the son. Her brother. Yeah, I know. He was like 35 at the time. Same thing with Gary Coleman, no? I have a question. Was Billy Ray Cyrus a um a country singer before all Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. He was actually a real country singer. So imagine going from being like a country singer to being like on a Disney sh- with fake laugh tracks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, with fake laugh tracks and show. Yeah, he probably has gone through a pretty dark phase in his life. Like, and like, you know, he's on the show and he appears as this happy character. Probably when they stop filming, he gets, you know... A Actors for you, dude. Cheap bottle of tequila. Cheap bottle? No, no, no. He's on a Disney show. He's probably getting expensive on Yeah, yeah. He Plus, is. he was getting paid for also whatever Hannah Montana was doing because the parents get the money, no? How old was she when she was on it? She, she was... She had to... No, wait. She might have been 14. Wait, she was 14? Maybe. I'm thinking because you have to be 14 to work, at least in New York, I remember. No, I thought she was, like, way older. You thought she was way older? I thought she was, like, 17, 18 when she... Like, 17, 18, 19, 20. Like, how old is Miley Cyrus? I'm looking right now. Uh, Miley Cyrus was born in 1992. That would make her what? She's not that much older than us, shit. That would make her four years older than me. And her birthday is soon, so yeah. So like four, she she's 28. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get her on the podcast. Hannah Montana. I don't think she'd ever do a podcast. Other okay. than other than Joe Rogan, which she's done. Okay, here's a trivia question for everybody about the Dark Knight. In Hannah Montana, when in on what talk show did Miley Cyrus reveal that she was Hannah Montana? What did you just say? On in, that in, made that made absolutely no sense. In the show Hannah Montana, yeah. What what talk show did the character Miley Cyrus? Or whatever her name is in the show. Yeah. 
announced to the world that she was Hannah Montana. Who knows? Who cares? I don't know. I just want to see if you remember. I don't remember. Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. I don't know. I used to only watch that show because my sisters watched it. Oh, it was Jared Leto. It was Jared Leto? Yeah. He was on the show? Yeah, he was on the show. Oh, you were asking which Joker... That's how you phrase it. I was so confused. I was like, Oh, no, not Jared Leto. Not Jared Leno. Jared Leno. Jared, Le- Jared Leno? Yeah. From the Leno show? Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't know. He looks like a douchebag, yeah. He just... I don't, it's his chin. It's his yeah, chin. Yeah, it is the chin. It is the chin. It's, it's so- I don't like talk show hosts. And I'm going to say this, and if we become famous... Listen, I take back what I say. <laughs> Elliot would <laughs> Elliot would be a good talk show host. I don't like him. <laughs> Stop you say that right after I just said I, I don't I, like I, him. I, I, Elliot would be a good talk show host and he would say and, and, and like in interviews he would say, As a kid I always said I didn't like talk shows. No, I'll tell you why I never really liked them and I it, and it's not all of them, it's some of them. They are so fakely happy, it's so crazy. And I and I think as well, it's something they go into in the Joker a little bit. I think they're more looking for the views on the that particular person that they're having on than they are about whether or not they actually like that person and want to promote them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like the way he does it, because he does it extreme in the Joker. A lot of the films and stuff like that are extreme on purpose so that you can see it clearly. He's taking somebody who went viral for being not all that there and had him on the show to make fun of him. Now, I'm not saying that's what talk show hosts do, but a lot of the times you watch, like, you watch talk show hosts, they try to bring up stuff that kind of gets on, on, on their nerves and it tries to bait them out. And I always... I always like I didn't really like Letterman because he always used to like look to make fun of the person he had on. Like I don't I don't find that cool. Wait, who is the um talk show host who was very dull, who had a very monotone? Larry King, right? Yeah, I think so. Right? He was very like this is like the Larry King show. And tonight, like, very smart guy, right? But very monotone. I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of them. I, I, like, I don't, I can't stand the fake, the fakeness of it. Like, Late Night with Al? I mean, it, I, honestly, I would only have a late show. I, and if I ever have guests on here, know this about me. I'm going to try as much as possible to keep it with people who we, me and Ben, both enjoy being around. Because I'm not, I don't think I can put up a fake enough attitude with a person I don't like and I can't stand. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I, I just, I don't, I'm not here to be fake. I'm not here to, you know, go over lines with questions and, and promote things for people unless I think one, the idea is good that they're promoting or like two, I actually genuinely enjoy them. And that's including one in that too. Like... I think that's just that's what it is. I'm not a huge fan of talk night talk talk show hosts and stuff. Cool. So, any points you wanted to um by going jumping back to the Dark Knight? Any points you wanted to talk about about 
about the film. Well, I was reading something that was also really cool to go back onto the trivia. Yeah, I also have a couple more trivia stuff. The the film was like the first comic book movie to reach like one billion worldwide, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, of course. Because it, it it shows that it's like only popularizing. It it was like the beginning of popularizing uh, superhero movies. Yeah. And I think, like, those movies, that, like, Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire, that really started to bring in this new wave where everything in 2020 is superhero now. You know, Back when it was only once every two years you would get a superhero movie, now it's everywhere. It was Every single two weeks. I was reading a case study at school about Marvel, and something one of the CEOs at Marvel said early when the Dark Knight released, you know, and, you know, they were starting their whole MCU stuff. Yeah. Was that he was saying that the Dark Knight, like he was describing, he's like, the Dark Knight being as successful as it was. Proves it. No, it was like so good for them because yeah. like, you know, it proved that superhero movies could be like. Successful. You know, yeah, it could be super successful. And like, you know, because most people would think it's like, you know, DC versus Marvel. So it's super competitive. Or something like that. You know, they kind of want to fight each other. But, like, you know, like, when when either one makes a good film, people, like, sort of get into that genre, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, I personally think the superhero genre is sort of dying. It's going to die soon. Because it's getting too saturated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting too saturated. Uh, the MCU had its main run, you know? It, it's it's too much. It's, it's a lot right now. And... I think people aren't really going to enjoy the saturation of this market, especially now that a lot of the main characters who we followed for for 20 years are now starting to leave the franchise and they're bringing in new faces. I feel like it's just going to get so overbearing with these new faces and the new side characters that people are just going to be like, okay, I I just can't anymore. I will say the vision and I got in a fight with somebody, not a fight, but like a discussion. The thon or whatever. Yeah, I think it looks good. I got that. Well, it's a TV show. I mean, I could. By the way, that's where I think they should be. They should be going towards. Yeah. Higher end, uh, TV shows. I said this in the middle of the movie. You know who do a great Batman show? HBO. HBO, dude. I was saying that before. I was like, I really could see HBO taking it to like even bigger than a Game of Thrones. But it's not. It's, show. it's not really the way it works. Really, with TV is that somebody has got. It's the showrunner. Somebody's got to go to HBO and say, "Listen, I want to do Batman," and then they'll say it. It's not really like. Just say it. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying. I don't think they should. With, I don't think they should make it and be like you know picks because that that would force it a little bit. You know what I'm saying. I that think, would force it. I think if they put it out there, I think if they put it out there that they were interested, people who were writers and showrunners would start maybe saying, "Hey, I've had this idea for a while. Let me come." DC, to them. DC, DC should definitely like because now that they're like a thing with HBO now, yeah, they should totally get on. Like they should just let eight. They should just, and I, I agree with your point. I, I, they should just. Tell HBO, you make our shit. You know what I'm saying? You make, like, you handle our... At least in the TV. Yeah, you handle, you know, in all media. HBO should handle all DC's media. Because DC has proven that they don't really know... We were getting into this Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a good script and a bad script is. I mean, Elliot Knows Wonder Woman is one of my worst films of all time. I hate that movie. 
with a passion. I don't. Uh, I can't even believe how you I, even I, say it's, that. It's not. It's not because I hate feminism. It's not because. Oh, sorry. That's making a really annoying sound. What were you saying? Yeah, it's not because I'm. I hate um, feminism, or it's because like you know I hate women or anything. I just. I, I don't like that movie a lot. I have a lot of problems with that movie, personally. I'm not saying it even from the point of view where, oh, I'm going against you with feminism. I'm just saying it's such a well... First of all, it's well edited. Okay? There are some scenes in that movie that are so eye-pleasing, it's crazy. Yeah, it's eye-pleasing. With, with, the, with, the, with the amount of action going on, too. Um, Not to mention... The acting in the in the movie is really good from a lot of people. You have an issue with the history and the and the lore and how uh, it just no, doesn't make sense. It, to you. Well, well, yeah. I also, I like I said, I don't think Gal Gadot's a good actress. Like in general, like I think she's very good in the movies. Ah uh, no, that's just my opinion. I don't think she's great. We're gonna watch it one day, and we're gonna have a whole. And, um, we're gonna have a conversation. I get, I, I get shit on this movie for decades, man. And I think you're wrong. I think out of all the DC movies. It's like the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises. I think maybe you cannot I'm, even. I'm putting it up. Oh well, come on. You can How many? How many not. good DC movies are there, dude? No, but you're not gonna come here and tell me that the that Batman v Superman comes before Wonder Woman. No, no, but it's not on the same level. How many good Knight. movies do they have? I know, but the Dark Knight's here, and Wonder Woman's like here. In, in compared to all movies, sure. Compared to DC movies, sh- that movie comes way, way closer to the top than it does to the bottom. What are you talking about? But you have Batman v Superman. You have Man of Steel. I actually think it's a, a Man of Steel is a better movie. Uh, I'll, I don't. Uh, you know what? It's funny. I don't uh, agree. I, I'll say that I think Man of Steel is the way because I enjoyed Man of Steel. I don't agree. I like Man of Steel, and I might get heat for that one because a lot of people love Man of Steel. I think Wonder Woman is above Man of Steel. No, I disagree. I think Man. Of I think Steel. to me, it's like. The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, the Dark Knight. Then The Dark Knight Rises. Then it's like The Joker. No, The Joker comes between Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises. Then it's like The the Dark... And then I would say Wonder Woman is either four or five. No, Batman Begins before. I don't I don't really enjoy Batman Begins all that much. Batman Begins is still like a pretty like... It's solid. a good movie. It's a solid movie. It's, it's way better like, than Wonder Woman in my opinion. I think one, Batman Begins. No. Man no. of Steel... The action in Wonder Woman is so I don't so give a shit good. about... I don't give a shit about... By the about way, don't that. take it as advice. He doesn't like action movies at all. No, no, no. I don't give a shit about the action. The first thing that is a priority is the story, and the story was shit. Story was not half bad. The story was no, it shit. Was. The Ares thing was an ass pull. She's a god. It doesn't matter if she's a god. He they they don't set him up in the movie. They they like yes they, they do. It's all about who they bring him up in the beginning of the film. They we're, bring him no, up in the beginning, okay, of, but, but he's we're not. Gonna watch in it. This he's movie. not in it. He's barely in it. He's like he's like in it in the beginning. With, and he's in it within at the, the end. next few episodes. We're going to watch this movie. Why? It's not on the top. We're going to have a whole conversation. (laughs) We're going to have side episodes. Remember? Oh, yes. So we're going to do it as one of the side episodes. you got to pick that your week because that movie's not coming (laughs) up on my week. I'm telling you that. (laughs) We're definitely doing it because you... We need to have... Oh, my God. We're going to get... 
we are literally gonna argue like like, like this is gonna be like the debate. Like I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm no, gonna, gonna, we're gonna need a we're gonna, we're, we're gonna need a mo- Elliot. We're gonna need a moderator to like to like deal with this movie. We're gonna need a fucking moderator. <laughs> and we only get two minutes. And they're gonna have to, to mute the mic. He's gonna have to mute the mic. <laughs> we don't get too political on this show, but no, that was gonna, funny. They're gonna say that was funny, Mister Fowler. Mr. Fowler! Oh my god. Wait. Let him speak, Mr. Al. Just to get just to get back on track. <laughs> Mr. Shram, let him speak! Just to get back on okay. track. Another trivia that I found really interesting too yeah. was that this movie made this movie made the Batman Begins entire domestic run in only six days of the release. That's pretty fucking crazy. That's wild, dude. Imagine you come out with a movie, right? Yeah. It's a good movie. It's, it's a fun movie, yeah. right? And then you come out with the sequel, and it does six... It does six days is all it took to wipe out your whole thing. I think... I that crazy. You know what I think? I think they knew how good this movie was going to be, because here's another... This goes into trivia. Did Nolan direct all three? Yeah. That's kind of crazy, though. That yeah. Thing. So here's another thing, another fun fact um, that I wanted to go into. Um, they had a crazy marketing campaign for this film. They had this whole scavenger hunt around New York City where they had like bat lights in the sky and they made people run around. And they got this like super little Joker video that was like, it was a really huge marketing campaign um, because they knew they had a big fan base. Um, but I think they also, because like, they didn't do this for Batman Begins, I think they also knew. Like, the people, when they saw this film, you know, in the editing room or in the screening room, they knew, like, you know, that they had something really great on their hands, you know? Like, I mean, how could you not watch that movie and, like, be like, holy shit, like, that's insane. Like, the action scenes in that movie are fucking crazy. Yeah. In in, in Batman, um, in Batman, in uh, The Dark Knight, it's fucking crazy. Um... What did I want to ask? I actually had a question about The Dark Knight Rises I wanted to ask for you. Um, You know, since we're talking about Batman, and I don't think The Dark Knight Rises comes up a lot in the back. What do you think about the whole Robin thing at the end with, uh, with, what's his name? What do you mean by that question? Where are you going with that? Because I Do I think there would have been a movie? No, no. But what do you think about them adding it in there? Like, I, I don't know why it was in there. You know what I'm saying? That's interesting. Um, I think it just... I wanted to add a little bit more depth to that third one. Yeah. And I think it shows... Because a lot of Robin really shows who who Bruce is. Bruce cares for things. Yeah. And I think he see, and it's And it's interesting because I think... his One of his main aspects to Batman... Yeah. Is his parents... You cannot get away from the fact that Bruce Wayne is only who he is, Batman, because of his parents. And I think that The Dark Knight Rises really goes into his psyche. No? Yeah. Goes into the whole thing with his psyche and and him falling into the pit and the bats and all that. And a big thing with that comes his parents. And his parents left him and he was an orphan. So when they go into... Drake's past, they yeah. uh, Robin's past. I, I forget if it's Drake or the other one. 
Yeah. But when they go into Robin's past, it really it really sets off the whole it really brings together the whole point of family is a key when it comes to Batman. And it's and he saw a little bit of himself with Robin and I think that they had to do that because of it. Okay, cool. Well, with that, I think we're going to wrap up around this episode. No, we still have to give your oh. anime of the week. Oh, well, anime of the week. Sorry. So, my anime of the week would be Hunter Hunter because it's just... Hunter X Hunter. No, it's Hunter Hunter. There's an X there, but the, you pronounce... The way you say is Hunter. I've been calling it Hunter X Hunter for a while. But the way you say is Hunter Hunter. And it is one of the best world building. has the greatest power system Ever and has some of the greatest plot like I've ever seen in anything. Like Togashi, who's the manga of the of the manga, is just an insane writer. Um, and it starts off a little light and stuff like that. But like I promise you, like you're in for a whole journey with this show. So that's my anime of the week. Um, and my song of the week was had to. Definitely had to have been by one of my one of my favorite bands. Um, and this is more alternative. Um, Wake Up Sunshine by All Time Low. It's a really it's a really good song. I like it because I've been listening to All Time Low for like eight years with their first album or not the the first album I ever like listened to like religiously. Nothing personal by them. It was a really good album. And I think this song was also really good. It was a really good song. And they came out with it a couple months ago. And I thought my sister is a huge fan. She's like, oh, by the way, I don't know if you listen to them yet. You have to check out the new album. And I was in love with this song, Wake Up Sunshine. It was a really good song. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Sounds interesting. Um, anyways, that is, that's been uh, The Dark Knight. Uh, episode four, and uh, we're gonna add an intro right where I was saying we're gonna start it. We're gonna write an intro here. Yeah, and I'm Kevin Dillon at Kevin Dillon Official. I'm Elliot at uh, Kevin Dillon Official. <laughs> 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 and we can stop. And this is the victory of the podcast. <laughs>